Hi, welcome to the second instalment of the Diaries of a Naked Cleaner, based on true and factual events that have happened within the barrel cleaning service. Today we're going to talk about recruitment. Um, we get asked all the time and people from all walks of life want to know a couple of things. Who are the type of people that would do such a thing? Is one question that we get asked. The second is, where do you find these people? And thirdly is, can I have your job to find these people? The answers we'll, we'll express throughout the, this podcast. The first thing is the type of people that do this job. It ranges in all shapes and sizes, both male and female, straight and gay, whatever you, whatever you want, however you, you see it, we cater for it. Because we are just unsure about what turns you on. So we try and make sure that we have a broad spectrum of people that can do the job. The, so who are these people? Where do you find them? How do they come about being a naked cleaner? Well, the, the big thing here is that when I get asked this question at dinner parties and um, social env in, uh, environments, the biggest thing is everyone's got a price is my first direct response that you would get. The reason for that is that everyone's got a price about what they would do Oh, so how much they would make to do something. So just take that and consider that for a sec and think about that. What price would you be after to get your gear off? And we found that most people will be happy to get their gear off for a stranger for around a hundred bucks an hour. And that ranges from people from 21 all the way up to 65, both male and female. We find that this is the magic golden number. So how much would you like to make per hour by getting your gear off? And bear in mind, this is not a job that you would do Monday to Friday, nine to five. People are drawn to this purely on the basis of that they can do it post their profession job outside the spec outside those hours work sort of 10 to 15 hours a week and at 100 bucks an hour is pretty good money but that's the thing the money draws them in but it's not the end game here the end game is the power and the attention and the way they're able to hold themselves and put on a persona that they would not normally do that's the difference here and that's the thing that we find is that our staff uh, come from all different backgrounds they may be doctors accountants surveyors nurses um, a whole range of different things. They come from all things. They might be gardeners, 
um, pool guys who want to earn some extra cash and they can do that by doing this, this job to fit in with their thing. They might be stay-at-home parents. They might be retirees. They may be that Instagram model that you've just seen they, and looking to support their lifestyle. So that's who we tend to see as our staff, our people that do this job, who are comfortable within their own skin. But you know what? They have a shit ton of fun doing it. What we also find is that I get this asked this question almost on a daily basis. So, can I, can I have your job? Who gets to pick and choose? Who gets to oversee all this? What are the people like? How do you do all that? Well, there are some things I can't divulge because there's some IP in there. But generally, I can, get, I can go, go into a bit of the, the thing here. Generally speaking, is that we don't actually go and look for people. We don't advertise and we can't advertise on normal things like job websites or, um, you know, or hey, cleaning available at the, the local you know, employment service provider. What we find is that on average, people, we have uh, an abundance of people wanting to do this job and they will come to our website and they just apply through the website. We don't broadly advertise it. We don't do it. People find us. Why? Because they think it's cool. We think it's cool. We've never, ever run a massive uh, recruitment drive in the sense of we don't you know, we've never spent money on advertising for staff. We've never done anything like that. The only thing that we did when we very, very first started was put one Facebook post on a particular person's um, site saying, hey, we're now doing this and that, um, and this is how much you can earn and stuff. That's the only thing that we've done, the only bit of advertising that we've done, and it's gone crazy across the planet. Then we had a story get picked up by uh, Cater's News, which is one of the leading news services in the world. They picked up a story and said, hey, we'd like to do a story on what it is um, to be a naked cleaner. And we ran that. We ran along with it. We opened our doors just like we did, and the story went viral. We're on all major uh, radio and news and television um, networks across Australia, New Zealand, the UK, um, Germany, France, uh, Taiwan, Greece, the US. But you know you've made it in life when you've made the front page of the NT News. And that's exactly what we did. We made the Northern Territory News you know, you've, you, you know you've nailed it when you've come, come to that. But we've also been very lucky and very fortunate because we found, a, uh, found our niche in the market. And that's all you can ask for, just to find your niche and offer something that no one else is doing. And that's what we've done. Um, so, but coming back to it is that 
what we have been able to do is um, uh, we, we offer a service that not many, no one else is prepared to offer in the marketplace. But our team and how we come to recruit go through a very structured um, uh, plan. We do background checks, we face stalk them, we ensure that they're the right characters to represent us. So you can't just be some bum off the street looking for it. You know, if there's some you know, connotations there about, um, you know, of like gangs or drugs or, or something along those lines, you get scrapped. You get scrapped. And in a world of, of where we share everything, we're able to pretty much get this down pat pretty quick. Then we're on, we, we, we cannot say that, hey, you're, you're, you're getting be- better jobs uh, than, than her or him's gonna get, he's going to get better jobs than, than this guy because we just don't know what's on the, out there in the, and what people are after because everyone wants something different. Not everyone wants the blonde hair, big boobs, Instagram famous model. Some people want curvy, voluptuous, beautiful, sensual women. Some people are worried about being age. So we've got to cater for all ages and all spectrums. Um, so yeah, look, we've got uh, we've got a we've got a, a midget that works for us, and everyone loves Caitlin because why? Because she's something different. She's something unique and something fun. Um, we've got so what I'm well, I suppose what I'm coming to is that no matter what really gets your motor going or your deepest fantasy or your, the thing, we tend to be able to uh, tend to be able to cater for that based in a, in a cleaning and a housework environment. So most people will will call us and 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 have fun with it. Guys, this is if you if you're wondering why we do it, it's because it's fun. It's so much fun and some of the stuff, the stories and the the events that will will diverge as this as the podcast series keeps going, you will laugh your head off about what actually transpired. So to sum it all up, we don't know who's going to apply for the job, the types of people that apply, and there is no way that anyone else is going to be able to do the recruitment like I can because no one else gets a chance. You can apply for that job till the cows come home, but I can assure as hell or guarantee you that there's only one person that gets the final say in that. Why? Because I need to know the people that are representing us. And we now have well over 200 people across Australia um, on, our, on our team. And it's fascinating to see all the people. It's sort of like a little secret society in some regards because some of the people know each in different, like they're all over the, the country and not everyone, they don't, no one really speaks to anyone else, but you just know. You just know, you give a little nod, you give a little wink of the eye, you know that those, pers- those people work for us. 
So thanks for listening again today. Um, and we'll very much look forward to um, the next episode when we talk to, when we'll introduce a few more characters into the, the mix and we'll tell some more stories about the individuals who work for Bear or Cleaning. And remember, book a clean. Hi, welcome back to the third episode of Diaries of a Naked Cleaner brought to you by Bear Oil Cleaning Service. This is a real life look at behind the scenes about what goes on from the day-to-day life of a naked cleaner. Today we're actually going to um, focus on one particular person that works for us, Pedro. Um, He's a self-proclaimed drama queen, uh, loves to be the centre of attention no matter if it's whatever it is, loves the gossip celeb gossip to who's shagging who in Smith Street is Jenny jumping the fence to see David when um, who's getting a divorce he he knows that he thrives on it and the clients love him for it uh, so he has some of the most interesting stories that uh, come about and it, it I want to share with some of the scenarios and the real life events. So let me just paint a bit of a picture about Pedro. He's early 20s, genetically blessed. He uh, almost made it into the AFL draft. He's super fit. But the thing that he, uh, he's, a, he's bisexual, he's our pool and gardener, pool cleaner and, and gardener I should say. And he has a six-pack that Mark Wahlberg would be envious of. But putting all that aside, some of the stories and situations this guy finds himself in are at the both ends of the spectrum, both unbelievable and sometimes you think, geez, this is a little far-fetched, but then he'll turn up with his new um, new iWatch um, that one of the uh, one of the clients have bought him because he does such a good job or I don't know he just he just is able to use his ways to to come up with things um, and yeah he's just he's just an, a unique individual so when he first started with us uh, he came to us and said look I don't mind which way, who um, I do the jobs for, um, I'm bisexual. And we went, cool, that's fine. We have a lot of both gay and straight clients, so I'm sure they'll double your chances um, for work. And he goes, double my chances for work, mate. He goes, it doubles my chances for a date on a Friday night, which is far more important and far more valuable to me. Um, So it's quite quite uh quite of quite of um interesting interesting view of life when you look at it um he almost made it into the AFL draft which is co- kind of interesting we want it considering that the new AFL season for 2019 kicks off tonight he um he, he wanted to, his whole dream his whole life was to play AFL um a boy from Sydney 
um, brought up on the, a very privileged lifestyle um, from the North Shore of Sydney, wouldn't be your particular person that would want to, you would think that would be you know, dreaming to play AFL, but considering um, it's more rugby league sort of territory, but his whole, he's, you know, he says, oh, Dad was originally from Melbourne, um, and he, he followed his football, t- the f- uh, his beloved um, Richmond um, f- for life. He's a tiger for life, and he all he ever wanted to do was play AFL. But he didn't. He was. He says, "Oh, I was the best on the ground. Oh, you should have seen me. I, I am amazing." But then he was put up. Went to Melbourne. Put up with the in the draft and. Basically, didn't get anywhere, other than he—he he is a good player and he still continues to play. But he—he he resigned to the fact that he—he won't—he won't play. And but that's all—that's all well and good. Um, <laughs> but moving on from that from that side of things, um, I want to just—he uh, shared a story with us um, just the other day about. One of our particular, one of our regular clients, who is a a, a gay man um, in his mid to late fifties, and he is infatuated with Pedro. No one else can do the job anywhere as good as Pedro. If that's cleaning the pool, or doing the gardens, or trimming the bushes, no one even comes remotely close to Pedro. Um, but the, the funny thing was, is that the other couple of weeks ago, he's sort of become a little bit funny about this guy and I would be too, because when Pedro was out the back, um, doing the job, the, the client disappeared, took off in sight and he came back wearing his underwear and his t-shirt. It took him a while to realise what he'd actually put on. Um, it, he was busy doing his job, and then went, "What? That's what are you? What are you doing?" He goes, "Oh, I just wanted to be closer to you. I wanted to feel what it would be like to be you." And he, he didn't know what to do. So he continued on to doing his job, thinking, what is this guy on? What is going on here? And then it came towards the end of the job and the guy was still sitting there wearing his clothes. And he said, um, what, um, this is kind of weird, but I need my shit back. I need my clothes back so I can get dressed and get going. And, you know, he's like, "Uh, no, I'm going to buy these off you. He goes, well, I don't have any other clothes to wear. And he goes, that's okay. You can wear some of mine. Just, Just free ball for a while and I'll take you shopping so you can get some new clothes because I really want yours and I really like them. So what do you say? Pedro being Pedro has has never 
um, knock back a shopping trip. And this is the thing. He's like, uh, no. And the client's like, what do you mean no? He goes, um, no. I don't want to go shopping with you. He goes, but it'll be Gucci. He goes, I don't care if it's Gucci, Versace or Supreme. It's not happening. I need, I need my stuff back. And eventually Pedro's gone, okay, look, I'll sell it to you for $500. And the client went, yep, sure. And gave him $500 tip. Pedro put on his put on his shorts and his shoes and stuff and walked off uh, the walk left the job walked to the bus bus um, just down the uh, walked to the, the transport just down the road and hopped on shirtless went all the way home without uh, without his shirt on which was about a good 45 minutes and he got some strange looks and stuff but he's like yeah, these things happen. And now, every time he goes back to the same guy, he tries to sell him his latest pair of underwear. Like, and he, he's, so he's tried to turn this into a positive. Um, he's also got this... Uh, he seems to find some interesting people because there was a shop... There was a, 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 a young... Well, when I say young woman, I mean... Uh, a yummy mummy, probably in her, her mid-30s, couple of kids at home, husband worked um, in the city, and she took him, she started to stalk him. He also works as a, um, he also does another job, and she turned up at his other job, um, and he got the fright of his life. Um, and she was like, hey, how are you going? And they had this awkward, um, awkward uh, uh, exchange. But then they got over it. But then it got really, really awkward. Um, on, on the weekend, it was a Saturday, and the husband and her have turned up. And she's gone, he's, he's gone, oh... Hey, such and such. I get, I come and see this guy all the time. Hey, you going, rah, rah, rah. And the lady said, "Oh, hi. How are you going?" And then introduced herself as 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 a person who didn't acknowledge um, him in the the sense that she'd been stalking, but they kept coming back all the time. Uh, it was quite quite. He said it's quite interesting dynamic because he has to be two different people for two different parties so anyway the following week he was around doing the doing some gardening um for this particular woman and she's gone i think we need to uh, i think i need to take you shopping or can you take me can we come shopping with me um which is his number one thing. He loves to go on shopping trips. He tries to find a ways to get out of work and get take get go on shopping trips uh, after he's done his job. Um, 
anyway, he, he went on he, he went on this shopping trip with this woman, and she's like, look, I feel really sorry for the way I sort of treated you the other day, but I just didn't want my husband to know that you were the guy um, that comes around and does the does the gardening. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. But I see your husband all the time with my other job. She goes, yeah, no, I realise that, but I didn't want him to put two and two together um, because he'd get really jealous. Jealous? She goes, yeah, jealous of me. He's like, yeah. She's like, why? She goes, because I think about you all the time. Um, and I think about the way you, you, you know, the way you are so beautiful across all, all things that you do. Um, so anyway, cut a long story short, they went on the shopping trip and she's gone into, um, the lingerie section. She goes, oh, I'll be back in a, I'll, I'll be back in a sec. Comes back. And she's like, so I've got something for you. He's like, what? He goes, I've got something for you. I've bought something for you, but you can't, you won't be able to see it till you get home. Back to my place. He's like, I was thinking about leaving from here. Um, but okay. Um, she's going, so what do you want? He goes, oh, I'd love a new watch. He goes, oh, I had a an, an Apple Watch, but it's broke. So, and I really want my new, I wanted the new I wanted an Apple Watch so, again. So, can you? Should we go and get one of those? Anyway, cut a long story short, she went and took got him an iWatch, and um, he was to say thank you for not being awkward a, a, the other day with her husband. Um, anyway, she's they've so. He's agreed to go back to her place and um, to to do another bit, a little bit of work around that um, thing. Um, he wasn't paid for going on the shopping trip by us, but he enjoyed she enjoyed the company. Um, and then he went back and did some more work around the house um, and got there. <laughs> and she's turned up. She went inside and goes, "You ready for the surprise now?" And she's come out wearing this lingerie. And he's like, "Honey, you're amazing, but I can't, I can't do it. You need to save that for your husband. Just go on, just touch me. No, no, no. It's a look, but don't touch policy. Remember." He finishes his job, thanks him for the eye watch, and turns around and walks out. Um, that's the type of situation, and that uh, that he seems to find himself in on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, that's the life of Pedro, the 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 the, the, the bisexual um, pool cleaner and gardener. He always seems to find himself thing. He never talks about what actually goes on in his own private life, but he's always got some gossip about what goes on when he's at work. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode, and we'll talk to you soon. Stay, oh, also remember to book a clean at Bear or Cleaning dot com.